Hey guys, it's Anna and Alec, and today we talk about recaps, the Antioch sinkhole, politics, and prescription costs. Grab your coffee and come hang out. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> uh, so, I uh, Christmas threw up in my house. Yeah, it did. Oh my gosh. Alec was here yesterday. Blah. House was Halloween. Alec came back this morning. Christmas puked on everything. House is Christmas. Legit on everything. Yeah. Because it's Christmas time, which is awesome. In I enjoy it. In the city. In the city. Right? What song is that one? I don't know. Christmas time in the city. Hot town, Christmas in the city. <laughs> is it that one? Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, I got to turn my microphone a little bit so I can see you. Um, so I, we were just getting set up and, you know, hanging out, whatever. And I Hot toddies, drinking in the city. Yeah. Oh, man. Parody lyrics. Back of my neck feeling... Mary and Giddy. <laughs> <laughs> Back of my neck? That's what he says. Is it really? Back of my neck's feeling dirty and gritty or something. Dirty and gritty or something. Something about the back of his neck. Are you sure about Sweaty that? Sweaty and gritty. I'm going to take you your know word what? for it. If anybody has ever listened to any of these podcasts, they should know that I don't know any lyrics to any song. It's, com- <laughs> it's a common theme that's <laughs> been brought up quite a few times. Um, dude, we got the best text message today. And it, yeah. and it says, guess what my goal is for today? What is it? And then the next message is to listen to all of the podcasts. And I was like, yes. And then she's like, I'm on episode one. (laughs) 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 And I was like, dude, the sound quality gets better with each one, which it does. We got a new mixer. What? What? Um, That we've just been playing with today. But uh, Mm -hmm. she's like, I'll get back to you. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, Antioch Liquors, Antioch Binnies, I'm dead. And (laughs) like, she is legit on episode one. Yeah. We've covered a lot of topics in this little... uh, yeah, uh, adventure we've been on, which is awesome. We have the best time. We have to go over some of those and resolve some issues. First thing I want to say is la- so last night I yeah um, yeah for those of you listening at home, I have a uh, Apple, Apple Watch. Watch. Apple Watch, that's what it's called. I have an Apple Watch. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Yeah. So last night, uh, Michelle and I were. Um, Michelle and I were talking in bed, watching TV, whatever, and then I looked at my watch. Yeah. And she couldn't remember the name of the watch or what what it was, and so she was like, "What's that on your arm phone?" <laughs> I love it when people can't remember things. <laughs> I was like, "I'm totally bringing that up in the podcast tomorrow." Like, <laughs> what's God that on your What's that on your arm phone? Yeah, what's that on your arm phone? Oh, that's so good. That goes back to the. I forget um, what a watch was. Uh, we're, one day we're gonna have Joey Haley on. Uh, and because he just messaged me, he's like, I want to come on and I want to talk about food appointments. Food appointments. And then he's like, and crunchy water, and crunch- <laughs> a.k.a. ice. I'm like, dude, let's do it. So we're going to get him set up, which is so fun. Crunchy water is a couple of things. It's ice. It's also celery <laughs> and iceberg <laughs> lettuce. It's all crunchy water. Watermelon is flavored crunchy water. Mm-hmm. I love watermelon. Um, so that was pretty awesome. And mm-hmm. then what was that other thing that we were talking about that I was like, oh, I want to talk about that. <laughs> remember? How I don't remember. The Olympics is only every two years. Oh, so I w- said to Alec, I'm like, I, I think I, I think I, we left it in there for the last time. Like the, the episode before this, we talked about the Olympics. And I don't remember because we didn't know. I don't remember if I left it in there, if we edited it out. Yeah, so whatever. just in case we left <laughs> it in there, we did self for the first time ever double-checked ourselves. We did type something into we Google. We typed it into Google to figure <laughs> it out. And we, we confirmed that the Olympics is every two years alternating. Uh, hold on. I even looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's every two years alternating between winter and summer. So every four years, winter happens. Every four years, years, summer happens. But every two years, an Olympic years. event happens. Yeah. But remember how we were like, yeah, it was like every eight years. Yeah, I thought it was every eight years when you were no, younger. No, so what? It was every the, four uh, years. Olympics, every two years. Of course, I looked it up, and then now it's not on my phone. Um, I totally see it. So it says the Olympic Games occur every two years as the summer games and winter games are held every four years, but two years apart. Mm-hmm. So I also looked up when did they change it, and it says the Olympics. 1984. Um, no, uh, yeah, so 1988 and 1992 were how they were supposed to be, 1992 being winter olympics mm-hmm. they then another Olympic uh, winter olympics were held in 1994 so that uh, so then it was broken into two-year cycles so they could start staggering it so yeah. they staggered it mm-hmm. so it was a we were like eight years and shane was like it's been that, it's been that way since before we were born i'm like you don't know what we're talking we don't know what we're talking it's about. always been every but four it's not years. but it did change mm-hmm. to every two years 
between summer and winter. Yeah, they just split them and staggered it. Yeah, which is phenomenal because I freaking love the Olympics. Yeah, it's always great to watch. An excellent smoothie. Excellent smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Alex, that was awesome. Excellence so that little, one, excellence two. Little, little recap on that. Okay. Recap on that. Um, so that's covered. Uh, we talked. We just. I brought up Christmas real quick because Christmas threw up in my house, and mm-hmm. I screenshotted a post on Facebook because that's where I get my news. Just kidding. I'm not that person, but it's where I get my funny memes. Okay. Real. Um, but this this is from the Doctor Who and the TARDIS Facebook page. I don't know if you've ever been on it. It's no. Spelled, it's spelled TARDIS with the with the dots in between it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to be on it because it's just totally funny nerd stuff. Cool. Um, but it says how to care for introverts at Christmas. <laughs> Which is my favorite. Um, so the first one is give the, gift them books. And then the second one is skip small talk and discuss magical warfare. Boom. <laughs> the third one is they will probably run away at some point. <laughs> and then it says. I've done all of those things. Lure them, <laughs> lure them back with snacks. And, I'm like, I, and, and like being, so I'm, 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 I'm either, I'm one or the other. Either I'm a crazy extrovert or I'm a crazy introvert. Yeah. But it says lure them back with snacks. And then it says keep the snacks coming. And then the next bullet point is... We have Swedish food. When the food is gone, introverts vanish. And then the last bullet point is, it is known. <laughs> it, is, it is known. Once the food is gone, introverts are like, okay, I'm out. Oh, wait, do you have a dog? No? Okay, I'm out. I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely out. Do you have, do you have a, a cat? Do okay, you, now that I'm definitely Do you have an animal that I can play with and not talk times. to people? Yeah. All right, I'm leaving. I saw another like thing on Facebook and it was, <laughs> it was like, excuse me, if I walk up to you and I ask you, oh, is your dog friendly? Can I pet it? That's the last, and you say yes, that's the last information I want to hear from you. From now on, the conversation is with your dog. <laughs> like, don't talk to me about your dog. I will talk to your dog, mm-hmm. and we will have a conversation. Yeah. I thought that was really funny, because I am a cat person, so I'm not with cats. Yeah. But, like, don't, I, I, okay, you brought a dog, or you brought a cat to a party. I don't know who brings cats to parties, but you have a cat at your party. I'm going to sit and talk to your animal. I don't need you to, t- I, I'm, I'm here for them, not you. <laughs> Let's get real. Oh, you have kittens? <laughs> Later. I'm out. Yeah. Oh, well, that's yeah. That's. I love. Kittens. That's the end all be all. You, yeah. Oh, you have kittens in here. You have baby animals in here. See you later. Oh my god. I mean, if you had a goat, mm-hmm. I'm just taking that goat and going home. Um, I we so we've officially done it. We've officially are on break from fostering. Like I've talked about it. We've thought about it. Talked mm-hmm. about it. We have four cats in this house right now. Just found out baby Tutu is going. Ba- baby babysat baby Tutu for a couple weeks. And now she's going home. So uh-huh. then we have three. Mordecai is still up for adoption. But he's got he's got kitten herpes. <laughs> which apparently What? Which apparently ninety percent of cats have. And it's and it's like it's almost like allergies. Like it, it, okay. it's not contagious. All right. They they say it's not contagious. He ha- sometimes he has a runny nose and he sneezes. Right? He's been on antibiotics yeah, and all these things. He's not sick. He's doesn't have an infection. He's just got a shitty sinus issue. Oh okay. but he, like He's not. He's not sick. He doesn't like act sick. He's yeah. fine. He just sneezes and and you know, but I'm like, I got this cat. He's six months old now. He's getting fixed at the end of the month. Um, What's I, wrong with him? And he nothing. He's <laughs> he just sneezes. <laughs> but he's got kitten herpes. And you t- say the word herpes to anybody, and they're like, oh god. But it's. I mean, it's common. Bobby Bill, our other my cat, has. He'll have and 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 some cats like it only flares up when the seasons change or something where they okay. sneeze. Bobby Bill has it a little tiny bit. But you put lysine on. I put lysine on the food, and then it clears up. Mordecai Bobby Bill the cat. Bobby Bill the cat has it. Oh god. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Bobby's listening to this. Like I have what? What the <laughs> half? No, Bobby Bill the, the cat has kitten herpes, and it's and it's not like at anything at all like human herpes. It's just as a it's a viral thing. Yeah. Um. That flare. Sometimes it flares up. Sometimes it doesn't. But now we only have three cats, and Mordecai might live here forever. I don't know if he's ever going to get adopted. But. It, I'm, I, I, they sent me. I, I got the pictures today because I think I think this is transport week, of the cutest little five week old kittens. Oh my god! And I, you know, I have that moment where I'm like, oh god, oh, like gotta save all the babies. Yeah, how can you but not? I, but I immediately started sweating at the idea of like starting. It's like it's like it's like all of a sudden you're like I'm done having kids, and then all of a sudden like somebody hands you five kids. Yeah. Like, oh god. So. <laughs> I'm, we're taking a break. I'm decorating for Christmas. And that was the biggest cl- clincher yesterday is I was like, if I don't get my Christmas decorations up now, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, well, we can still take kittens. But once my, cri- like, don't mess with my Christmas decorations. Oh, yeah. So once yeah. my Christmas decorations are up, then I'm like, I don't want anybody to mess with my cute, pretty stuff. Yeah. So, but, uh, but that sh- happened. We are officially on break from kittens for the, wi- with the holiday season. I say that now. God help me. If in like three weeks, I'm like, yes, what's up coming tomorrow? Oh, God help me. What? 
if I if I cave, if there's like oh, a kitten, if there's a kitten found up the street that needs help, I can't. My my bleeding heart d- refuses to say no. Mm. But then I'm a stress ball. You gotta get that checked out. Because once they turn like like seven eight weeks and they like know how to use the litter box and like oh clean they're just hilarious and, the and they're so funny and so cute. I yeah. mean I can't. I, <laughs> but and like it's either that or they die. I mean it's gonna start snowing like. They, they'll be feral cats that might not make it through the winter. Yeah. If I can help, I have to, you know. But mm-hmm. it's like, okay. And I just, I'm, I'm afraid of that happening. Michelle and I brought a feral <laughs> cat home to the townhouse one time. I remember. Do you remember that? <laughs> and that was during Christmas. <laughs> that cat. <coughs> oh, my God, you almost killed me. Effed up everything. Oh, my God. Didn't you find it in the middle of your tree? The thing ran up the middle of the tree, got stuck in the goddamn lights. And the whole time I'm trying to get him out, he's biting and clawing <laughs> the shit out of me, even though I'm trying to help him. You're like, buddy. Stop it. Stop buddy, it. I'm, I'm a lover of animals, but yeah, you are being a I'm dick. trying to help. And so finally got him out of the tree, and then he ran across the kitchen counter, <laughs> and he ran in the living room, climbed all the way up the blinds. Oh, my God. Like, this cat wanted to get out through the roof. <laughs> Anything he could do. Let me out of here. Yeah, dude. Just like, it, oh, man. And then he... How many days did you last with that cat before you were like, get out of my house? Four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, thank you for bringing home this cat. Can we let it go? Yeah, Michelle, Michelle, brought, him, uh, Michelle brought him home. Well, Michelle's old boss would put out food yeah, for, the for, for the feral cats and the stray cats, and yeah. she would you know, take care of them. She had a bunch of cats or whatever, and she had taken some of the feral cats home. And yeah. this was one of the cats that she fed. And we're like, yeah, we're going to give it a try. Well, Slugger hated him. Yeah. Um, yeah, Slugger absolutely hated him. And she's like, oh, we have to keep him in the kennel for like a couple of days and like let him acclimate and whatever. And I'm like, this cat fucked everything <laughs> up in four hours. <laughs> like, I it finally, it was underneath the couch. It was underneath the couch. And thank God it wasn't like a, the super heavy L couch that we had. Yeah. It was a, a smaller, you know, three person couch. Yep. And yep. so. You know, Michelle's not about to grab the thing because my arms literally had cuts and scars open, all open over them. Open wounds. I yeah. remember. I was. I remember I was how cut up you blood. were. Yeah. yeah. And the and so she had to lift up the the couch, and I had to dive under the couch and grab this cat. <laughs> and I I grabbed the cat, and I'm just like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. And then the thing just clawed the freaking hell out of me. That I just had to like run over to the kennel. Oh my god! Put the couch out, get the kettle. Put the couch out, get the kettle. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, dude, this like, thing tore I me up. I love cuddly baby kittens. I'm terrified of feral cats. And really? I, yeah. So mm. we, uh, we <laughs> I had a, people know that I foster. So people, you know, contact me when they, you know, see stray cats. Even if like so, if like a house broken, like just in, indoor outdoor cat is like walking in a neighborhood. Somebody like somebody's ears perk up and I get phone calls. I see and I see a cat. It's like, does that cat live there? Have you seen it before? Like. Is that, does that cat go to somebody's house at night? Like, so you, you realize that I foster them. Yeah. I don't go out and catch the cats. Well, like. so <laughs> somebody, I get a message mm-hmm. from this woman. She's like, you know, and if somebody comments, like if somebody posts on Facebook, they're like, oh my God, there's cats in my neighborhood. There's feral baby kittens. What do I do? What do I do? Everybody and their mother tags me and I'm grateful for it because I've been able to save a lot of kittens that way. Especially when they're baby babies, like if they're abandoned. It's like mom. around here? Yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah. So I, didn't, a, yeah, I didn't realize yeah, we that. Call That's just awesome. Local, local, local strays. Like the calico kittens that I had found, that were found. Oh, yeah. Those were from Antioch. Oh, Jerry Johnson. Yeah. I remember that. So many people messaged me. They came in with cuterebras, which is the fucking craziest thing I've ever seen. But, and we, and I got three. And then, like, three days later, two more were found. So it like, oh, so yeah. then I ended up in a litter of five. I remember that, yeah. Ten day old kittens, which is literally like having newborns. It is up every two hours. It's crazy. Yeah. But so I get this message from this woman and she's like, you know, we've seen him a couple times. I go over there. Mosquitoes are out. It's the middle of summer or beginning of summer. And no, I don't see any cats. I see the mom, see the mom walking around. I'm like, well, that mom is definitely looking for the cats, the kittens, but the kittens are nowhere to be seen. So then a day goes by second day. All right. I, I see the neighbor while I'm out looking around. The neighbor comes out. I was like, I don't want you to think that I'm like creeping in your bushes. I'm looking for the two kittens. I don't know if you've seen them. She's like, we did see them. She's this nice Polish lady. Mm-hmm. We did see them. I'll let you know. I gave her my phone number. Day and a half goes by, I get a message, and she's like, "The kit, the kit, both the kittens are in my garage." <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, what? She's like, "My, I, I came home two days ago. I haven't left my house since for, for two days." Yeah. She goes, "I went out there this morning and saw one of the kittens darting over the car," and I'm mm. like, "Oh my god, 
okay. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not animal control. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'll do what I can do to help. I have a, I have a, uh, she had a squirrel trap. So I brought over some food. We put it out, put out the squirrel trap, set it up. Um, at one point we moved some stuff in the garage and we did see one of the cats bolt, but they were up underneath in her, like in the engine of the car. Yeah. To keep it warm. To keep it warm. Yeah. And, and I mean, it, it's still winter, but these were guys were little. They were probably like six, seven weeks. So they're old enough to eat food, but not old. They should probably still raise them up for just a little bit more. Yeah. Especially if they're outdoor. But so I was like, uh, well, let's see if we can catch one. So it was, I remember it was a Thursday because we were having trank time and we're, people are hanging out. And I'm like, well, I'm going to wait to have a drink to see if she catches anything. Sure enough, like 20 minutes later, she messaged me. She's like, I got the, I got the black one. And I was like, okay, like, let's, let's check it out. I'll go over there. So I go over there and I grab this cat and this is, I, I, I need to take it from the trap because we have to reset the trap for the other one. Yeah. And I go to reach my, I go to reach my hand in there and this cat clawed and bit the ever-living shit out of me oh yeah and i was like oh fuck this cat like this, <laughs> this is aggressive i i like i got home i, gr- I got a pair of shane's work gloves i, I transport transferred it i had the kitten condo already set up transferred it into uh the i had it in the boys's room so it was quiet i don't mm-hmm. know if he's coming in with fleas i don't want to bring that stuff in my house i have no idea what this cat has yeah and so i'm like you know but i'm helping this woman out she's like broken english doesn't know what to do i'm like i will help you so I, gra- you know, I, I take this cat, I fling it into the thing, I close the door, and the cat for the every time I walk by that, I kept the d- lights off, like don't freak him out, kind of like little calms, air spa music going on, mm-hmm. and the cat's like, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it, you'd look at it, and it was like that cat's got the devil in him, <laughs> and so then I'm like, okay, this I'm used to getting cats that have been in cages that have been held and 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 handled, yeah, and I'm like, oh. You just need some love and you want to snuggle in my shirt. Like this cat was like, I will murder you and your whole family. Don't yeah. sleep. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. So then. <laughs> so well, when they're when they're out. They're outside. In feral they're not, for so long. Even even a six week old cat yeah. can still be pretty mean because yeah. it doesn't know. Yeah. It's scared. If they're out there for that long. So then I was like, well, that was aggressive. So I, I got, go downstairs and I'm like, I, I'm pouring myself a cocktail. I pour <laughs> the cocktail. She immediately calls me. I got the other one. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> So I go over there. There's a little gray one. Yeah. I'll, and it's a little bit fatter than the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little bit more timid. I, I, this time I did bring gra- Shane's gloves. Good. I reach in. The cat grabs onto my glove with the death grab shark bite. Atta- I'm not even holding it. It's holding me and oh. attacking me. <laughs> Take it off. Fling it into the cage. Yeah. Drive home. Shane's like, how'd it go? And I'm like, fuck these cats, man. <laughs> like, I'm like, it like, scares me. Like, they're so aggressive and like, I don't want to, I don't want to get scratched. I don't want to get bit. Yeah. And so, like, I take them, I put them in and the they cage. They can tear you up pretty quick, For especially a day little and tiny kid nails. I was nails. like, I don't know what to. do. This is aggressive. Like, I don't know what to do. This is yeah. not the kind of rescuing I do. I am not a feral cat catcher. Mm-hmm. I called animal control, and I'm like, so, and I'm like, my, my, you know, my neighbor. We found two kittens in her garage. I got these two kittens. You know, your animal control. What do you do? She's like, we'll charge you sixty dollars a piece to take them. And I'm like, sixty dollars a piece to take them. And she goes, we'll hold them for two weeks, and then we might have to put them down. And I was like, what? I, like, I just was amazed. Like, you're animal control. That's how the system works. And you're charging me. You're charging me to get cats out of a garage. Like, even, let's say it was my garage. Because I did offer to help this poor woman. She needed help. Yeah. But, like, if I found two kittens in my garage and be like, these are not my cats. I don't have cats. These are not my cats. I want these cats to not be in. Be like, you're animal control. Can yeah. you control these animals? She's yeah. like, well, she's like, we'll charge them $60 a piece. To get them fixed would be $60 a piece if I, uh-huh. went, like, if I went through a rescue or, or, a, or a help. Um, and I'm like, I don't, I, I had another litter of kittens coming in. I didn't have the space to try and on to house break these mm-hmm. two feral kittens. Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't, I like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Thank God I have a friend that works for a vet. They just so happening had, had a cage open mm-hmm. and th- like vet veterinary, like they're used to working with crazy animals. And yeah. so they, so I called them and I'm like, what do I do? And she's like, actually we just, and because I work with them and they're so great, she, they just happened to have a spot open, so they took both of them. And I went in like two weeks later, and she's like, you can take these kittens back. And I was like, no, they're crazy. And I had a whole, I had another litter of kittens that I already yeah. coming in. And I said, how are they doing? She's like, well, you know, the, the little the gray one is a boy and a little fatter, and he's, he's, he's definitely coming around. That little girl's a bitch. And I'm like, dude, the black one, the first one. That oh, was yeah. Like, little Satan in her eyes. Yeah. Such a crazy, and I was like. The cat's got the devil in oh, her. The, the devil. So like feral cats scare, like cats scare the hell out of me. With feral cats. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to handle, I, I, even cats like that, like feral cats are at you. There's a couple of programs out there where they will fix them and then they, they place them into barn homes. And they're great mousers. 
They live oh, on the property. Yeah. Like if you feed totally. a cat, it will come around. Mm-hmm. You just have to fix it so you don't have 45 cats running around your neighborhood. Yeah. But um, they're great barn cats. They're good because they they scare away thing. You know, they scare away mice and, mm-hmm. and trap mice and things like that. And they keep you know other animals from coming in your coming in your areas to protect your stuff. Mm-hmm. But they're creepy. Yeah, they're crazy. Speaking of rats. Yeah. Mouse rat. Um, <laughs> so I, I told mouse you. Th- I told you that there was a mouse in Dad's garage. Oh yeah, he right? used the sunflower seeds. Did you catch him? Oh, I, f- I finally, fi- it's not a rat, it's not a mouse, it's a mole. Oh my God. It's it this is. little, tiny, adorable, They're freaking so mole. I, like, the thing turned the corner, and like, yeah. it, it always traveled around the outside of the garage, and oh, I yeah. always kind of wondered why. Yeah. And not only is it on incline, and there's water that gets in the garage, but the, uh, I had moved some stuff, so there was a bigger opening, and the thing came and like, turned towards me and stopped, and I'm like, oh my God, that's a mole. Moles are Dude, so cute. Oh my god, it was so adorable. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I want to be best friends with you. One day, I mean, it was before. It was while I still lived at mom and dad, so it was over two years ago. Yeah. Uh, was I? I don't know. We, I was there, and we were standing outside, and it was probably this time, like mm-hmm. fall, a little bit warmer. I know because it just popped up in my memories in the last month. Is I look down and I see the grass moving, mm-hmm. and at first I thought it was a snake, and I was like, oh hail to the no. Yeah. And I look and. And it was a little tiny mole. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I see another. There were three little moles in the front yard. Never seen them before. Yeah. Never saw them again. Just wiggling their asses around. It was the cutest oh, thing man. I've ever seen. They're with their little so tiny freaking nose. cute. I don't, know what, I don't know what they do to the ecosystem. I don't know if they eat bugs. Like, I don't know what they do. Do they, like, ruin your foundation? I have no idea what moles do. I just know that they were so freaking cute. All I know is that they dig into your bird seed. Yeah. They other than that. <laughs> apparently they just, live, on, live on bird seed. Other than that, it just seems to... So cute. Live around the area. That's awesome. I oh my god! I, I thought it was a mouse. I'm so excited you found out it was a mole. So you now have a new mole best friend. Hey, buddy. Mole. 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 What did you do to name him? I always name everything. Uh, I did not name him. Moles are blind, right? Oh my god, they are. Yeah. Like I, bats? I thought they were. I don't know. Oh, the internet will tell us. I'm it's not, not going to look it's it up. Not possums. Or. Possum. You know, whatever. possums eat like a like a thousand ticks a day. I'm yeah. just gonna get a, a shitload of possums for my yard because I don't I don't know if I have ticks, but I definitely don't want them. Possums and bats. Oh, bats too. So I want to do. I want to build a bat house. Yeah, there's and someone around mom, mom and dad's, dad's house that too because you see them flying around all Susan over the place. Susan and Dave, it's Shane's awesome. parents have. Yeah, at, right at dusk, like you can see them do yeah. the swooping. Yeah, oh totally. Um, oh gosh. I was just talking to somebody and they were talking about uh it was a li- they were at a lake yeah. and all of a sudden like right around that dusk air time the bats were huge and they would f- like it w- like the, it, she, they're like i've never seen bats behave like this they all like were going in the same almost like migrating like a bird yeah like, you know we see like a big group of birds yeah they're like i've never seen like a cloud of bats and it was and i'm like are you sure it was bats and they were like oh i'm sure it was oh it was bats. but it was like big bats i was like i don't want to go to that lake but i yeah. do because there's no mosquitoes during the day because they all got eaten dude and there was I, like it did such a good job i mean dad has the mosquito uh, eater <clears throat> the mosquito eater in the backyard and that thing does that thing does a really good job but between that and then the bats that were that are in the neighborhood at that bat house. Yeah. There was like no mosquitoes at mom and dad's house. Or at least for me. Other people got bit, but I didn't. I'm just not as sweet as everyone else. I if there's a mosquito in the ten foot air, in the ten mile radius, it finds me. I'm that sweet. Mm-hmm. Mosquitoes love me, and I don't get bit we- uh, very much at mom and dad's house. Grayson, on the other hand, he gets chewed on. Doesn't matter where so he goes. So does Declan. Declan just gets, gets eaten chewed up. on. He's got that sweet, sweet blood. Yep. Um, and he's allergic, so even uh, like one mosquito bite is detrimental because he swells mm-hmm. and itches, and then it bleeds. Like he's me as a kid. I was the same way. Like I would, I would wake up and I, I would scratch in my sleep. I have scars from mosquito bites yeah. because I would itch so bad. And like I do the same thing. I mean, look at my freaking arms. I, it's a nuts. My arms and always I, have. And I have to drink a lot, a lot, a lot of water to help flush those toxins. Yeah. I just saw a. Uh, it's a mosquito bite tool. That, because what, when you get bit by a mosquito, what it does, I like that we're talking about mosquitoes and they're gone because it's fall. <laughs> but yeah, there's a, a tool, late. there's like a sucker tool that you put on and you, and it helps to suck the venom out. Oh yeah. So that it, it, it significantly reduces the time, of the time of the itchiness and stuff. I have to get, I have to find one, get one for Grayson. I think I either saw it on Facebook or Shark Tank. 
I love Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. And I like I yeah like I don't mosquito bites suck and they itch and whatever. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It's more or less the freaking West Nile and the ridiculous oh, stuff that they carry. It's nuts. It just terrifies me, you know. It's like it's like my it's like my fear of salmonella, but we did recap that an episode or episode or two ago. Mm-hmm. Hide it, hide it. But uh, did you hear? Okay, so to bring this up, we never really talked about this on the podcast. The uh, Antioch pit is still there. <laughs> they started working on it. They started winterizing it. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the, uh, the uh, what's that called? The cave-in. The uh, pit. Sinkhole. The sinkhole. Antioch yeah, the, sinkhole. The sinkhole. Oh, yeah. It's right over across it. from the uh, Bernie's and then the grade school, the Antioch Elementary School, which is not called Antioch. It's called Mary Kay McNeely or something now. Oh, okay. I don't um, know. That's Grayson's school. Mommy, that's my school. That's in my school. Yeah. Uh, it's the sinkhole. Sinkhole So Antioch is there. a sinkhole. So from what I understand, it's the Pittman property. Uh, Pittman owns it. It used mm-hmm. to be Pittman Pontiac. That guy owns the actual property. Mm-hmm. The Antioch Creek runs from the mill. I mean, it goes along, you know, go. it goes through, like, the w- behind the woods of Antioch and all that. Like, it's a big creek. Yeah. And there's a section. But it runs through that property. There's a section that goes from where from where the mill is, where it's open. Mm-hmm. It eventually gets closed. It gets enclosed and runs there's it it runs past like there's a church there then -hmm. it runs under main street and then it was under the Pittman property and then past that it's open again like once you get past like the Antioch band shell it's open again like under depot street it's open again yeah it just runs under the town from what i'm understanding again i'm I'm, i keep trying to find out more but it's hard is the roads that are there that that um Whatever that structure is underneath the road is made out of something different than what was underneath that property. Because that was a question that somebody and I were, t- were talking about. It was like, why haven't the roads collapsed if that collapsed? Yeah. Because it collapsed a little bit and then they fenced it off and then it collapsed a shit ton more. Oh, yeah. So what happened is when it collapsed a shit ton more, it was starting to affect the water downstream. Okay. And it was it was polluting the things down there like that runs pa- back past the industrial park past by the deli source and all that kind of stuff it goes yeah. pretty far yeah oh yeah so but all that sediment and all that concrete and stuff so th- they brought in the big equipment because what they did is they opened it up so that it couldn't fall in anymore okay so because and i would imagine that they did it before the w- a because it was collapsing again but b because with the winter and the freezing and the thawing i'm sure that more stuff would have fallen and broken you know broken and fallen in yeah so yeah so they dug it all out and now th- now they i like how you called it win- they winterized it they just it. got it ready for winter man <laughs> <laughs> they winterized it um, but it is and i and a, from what i understand is that pitman is responsible for the property but Antioch was responsible for what was underneath it the structure yeah so i like I, and I, yeah. So and it, and the property's for sale. So if anybody wants to buy a pit, I, I saw a sign in front of it that was it, like, it's, it's, it's like been, half priced. Like it's been, it's been for <laughs> okay. sale for years. Yeah. And Pittman had said while it is for sale, uh, he was letting Antioch use it as the parking lot. Yeah. But it was it's always it's always been for sale. Yeah. I kind of figured all the bins for sale because yeah. of the um the car dealership that he had on the property. Yeah, and I kind of want to go. I don't know when the I've never gone to an Antioch town meeting, and now that I'm getting older, and I'm like more aware of town politics and town stuff yeah and like you know i uh, you know where's money being delegated what's happening mm-hmm. i'm like i I'm like i want to go to a town meeting because somebody told me that i should run for mayor and i was like i don't know if that's appropriate i think maybe i should start with like going to a meeting yeah <laughs> maybe i should start with i don't know a treasury being <laughs> <laughs> being in charge of all the money oh god no you know like i just start there but maybe i should have an <laughs> inkling of how any politics works because it's they do they people complain all the time on face i feel like there are a lot of facebook warriors who are like why is Antioch dumping money into this and not this and it's like you would know if you read up on it and you went and found out a where that money came from because there's walmart money and then b go and find out you like you can vote you like who you are voting for directly affects that like mm-hmm. th- it's not it's not like i understand like sometimes people complain about big u.s government like yeah. god government sucks blah, blah blah and people feel have a feeling of like it doesn't matter if i vote because it doesn't matter it's just career politician you know all this like the animosity or not animosity or just like negativity about government the government politics as it is yeah people don't want to like, vote because the electoral college I, the it doesn't thing. matter but but Antioch politics you can you can go and vote for those things yeah you can go and actually have a say you can go to town meetings yeah. and you can do all those things and if you don't like it you can run for school board or 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 whatever board. You can run for tra- you can do that. Yeah. But you first you have to actually 
participate and get involved and not just go to Facebook and bitch about things that you don't necessarily love. Yeah, and saying, and I personally think, like, not voting is your own right. Like, you have the right to you do that. You have the right to not vote. You but have the right you, to not but vote. But then you give up your right to bitch. That, in my mind. That, and it's also a very dangerous thing because the more and more people say that, the more and more people don't vote. So the people that are voting... Run everything. ...are the ones that are running everything. I mean, it's like in the last election we were talking yeah. about, whatever, like, I'm... And I'm like, I'm not going to get like too far into politics here, but I, I remember you were having a conversation with one of our cousins. Yeah. And you guys were debating uh, you know, two of the people that uh, were running. Yeah. And uh, um, but see, and, and that's that to me is a dangerous thing. We only have two major parties that are running everything. Yeah. And there's three other parties with people that, if you research them, they're awesome. Like, they're great. There's it, like well, and it's, really great people that would probably do a really good job. But it's yeah. like all it's so of them. It's so hard to break into the red and blue. And all I, of them got five percent of the votes. It's insane. Like it, it's just it's it's absolutely crazy that everyone's complaining 100%. about Democrat Republican Democrat Republican. Yeah. Like it's the only thing out there. But like they're not getting the same platform yeah. to talk because they like don't have they the are. money. Yeah, they, they don't have the it's funding. A, I, I and that's one thing that like I don't think there should be career politicians. I think there should be caps on everything. And I, you know, I I tend to lean a little bit more red than blue sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I, this is my this is my theory about politics. I think out there, let and this is general numbers, but just to give you kind of an overall view of what I of what uh, the impression I'm under. Mm -hmm. I think there is twenty. Let's say. 20 to 25 percent of the people are strict red mm. i am i agree with everything that the republican party does i am republican mm. and i think in the same the same effect there is blue i think oh, there yeah. are people who yep. are 20 to 25 percent the extremists and the extremists like i don't give a shit i'm just voting blue i'm voting blue i don't give a shit i'm vote, you know and which is their prerogative i think that area in between there which would be 50 to 70 percent is some lean a little red some lean a little blue I if you and I and I don't and I don't even want I don't even want to call red and blue. Let's say one is black, one is white, and that middle ground is gray. Mm. If I lean a little bit towards white on something, mm -hmm. there are people out there who are like, I can't believe that you're the, I, I can't believe that you're so extreme. Like the assumption that people are so extreme because of the way that they once voted, it's to me there's a there's a there's a it's actually a passage in the Bible and it says that you know if you're guilty of according to the bible if you're guilty of one sin you're guilty of them all like it and it's something that always stands out to me it's like it, it, to me sometimes it feels a little doomsday where it's like it's very black and white it, that is very, black, very and white black and white thinking. And, but i think but and it's and it's a statement that there's some people that argue there's you know there's there's always arguments about governments or always or, you know always uh uh, arguments about politics. Yeah. But to me, it stands out that way where, like, I have a cousin who thinks I am this most extreme Republican person that ever existed. And I have cousins who I think are, like, crazy Democrat. I, but I have friends that are so Republican where I'm like, oh, my God, that's aggressive. <laughs> like, so it's, but it's, yeah. But, yeah. but I think that everybody in, needs to in, take a fucking in, step back. In same respect, there are Democrats that are the same way. Exactly. 100%. So, yeah. Not harping I, on no, no, either no, no. or whatever. No, not either or, but just my personal experience. Yeah, totally. But like, I am, I feel like, especially with, um, this is a conversation Shane and I've had quite a few times, mm -hmm. is that if, and like people who especially get, only get their politics from social media. Yeah. What happens is if you're on Facebook and let's say I go and I like, a couple of Republican sites or things that I'm like, oh yeah, I like this. I like this comment. I like this thing. We talked about, um, you know, your per your your personal thumbprint or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So your Facebook has algorithms that's like, oh, she likes this. This is what she likes to see. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep showing her the things that you like to see. So that's me in general. So you take a person who is middle of the road and they like a couple things on one side, a couple things on on the other side. They're going to get more information from both sides. Mm -hmm. But if you take somebody who is a little bit more blue than red mm -hmm. and they like a couple of blue things all of a sudden facebook's just showing them blue things and a lot of things out there are not necessarily just blue things or just red things they are anti the other side so it's you're not just saying hey this is why this part's great this is why this part's so bad yeah so and the more you see that it's all it's fear-mongering it's when it's not politics reality, it's 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 it, it's not politics it's like you said it's fear-mongering fear and and re in 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 my mind realistically 70 percent of the population is fucking purple like not there are so many people that i meet that 
don't a hundred percent agree with red and don't hundred percent agree with blue. I've they I've are right voted in the middle. Both ways. I don't I consider both, myself I have voted either. Both ways. Like, and it's, I don't you know, consider myself I, either. I also consider myself a patriot. Like I, if it doesn't matter who's a president, Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump, those are my presidents. I don't call them 54, 53. Like that is, that is the president because that is to me, that is a, that is a, that is, I'm, that, that is, if you disrespect the, our highest office, you're disrespecting everything else. To me, it's if you're guilty of one, you're guilty of all. Like I, I respect, I res, I, I do my due diligence. I, before I vote, I read up on people and on things that matter to me. And I vote that way. And it, sometimes it just happens to fall where sometimes I vote a little red, sometimes I vote a little blue. Uh, I, I, but if people are like, I, for somebody to be like, Anna, you're so Republican, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, are you kidding me? Like, it's laughable to me. But politics, again, politics and religion are those two things that people who want to talk about politics or religion are usually very passionate about politics and religion. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when you're having a co- trying to have a conversation as somebody who is moderately passionate about both of those things, mm-hmm. when you try to have a conversation with somebody who doesn't give a shit about those things, you don't, there's no conversation to be had. No, it's just When you try to have a conversation with somebody views. who's extreme about it, it, a lot of time it's not a conversation, it's preaching. Oh, yeah. And, and that is a turnoff. Mm-hmm. So what happens is when, it, w- it, again, when you're talking about politics or religion or, you know, hot topics like that, somebody who's so passionate about it when they're trying it's one thing to be passionate about it it's another thing to to be to be bossing somebody around or telling them what they have to do or telling them why they're wrong because they haven't done it mm-hmm. it's hard as a person who's in between to be able to have a conversation and get kind of both sides of all the story well multiple sides of all the stories mm-hmm. and to be able to form an opinion because people are so freaking extreme it's such a turnoff like I remember having a conversation with. Well, it's it's that, and it's like everything politics that you've ever known. You have to be able to recall like, like this, that. and it's and, it, and it's absolutely crap. Like I like I cannot remember everything I've ever done, every opinion that I've ever had no. at the drop of a hat. But that's the best thing about opinions is you're spo- like what you're <laughs> supposed to do is you're supposed to know have your opinions. Yeah. And then as you learn more, yeah. your opinions can change. Yes, because you grow as a person, thing, your opinions you grow. Get older. That would be like me assuming that Grayson's opinions now of the purple oddbods the best in the whole world. For me, for me, for me to say in five years where he's like, "Oh, I really like green oddbod," and be like, "I have this picture of you with the purple oddbod." To me, that is politics as far as like, "Oh, here's this Trump picture of Trump 15 years ago as a you know doing this," or "Here's a picture of Obama, however long ago doing this." It's like, oh my god. People change, man. People like, change. And I, it's, and, 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 it's and, extreme. In, in fairness, to keep everyone at bay here, like we're not promoting one or the other. This no. is totally this just is, a conversation this about... This is a conversation about two people who are purple talking about how difficult it can be to have conversations about that because everybody's so extreme. Well, it, it, uh, yes. And it's and it's only gotten, as, as I believe, a lot of things, including that, have gotten worse with social because media. Because of social media has not gotten better. Because we're just, we're pockets of people that 20 years ago didn't have this communication. A hundred percent. You know, and there's problems that came along with that because, you know, now we're in the age of information. Anything yeah. that you want to do or figure out, you can pull out your phone, your computer, whatever, yeah. and you can do the research and figure it out. But but the the downside of that is we are also in the age of misinformation. Yes, it is so easy for for a post or a a tweet or something that is false to go viral. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. it is, and that's just uh, there is it is what is that what is that what is the deep fake? Deep fake. Yeah, on the internet, Adam was talking about it. We're like. They're like people are like, oh, I found this video. It's like, is that video real? Yeah, it's a, like it's how, so easy yeah. to have. Is people will post something and like I'll be like, that article is from 2015 and it's it's proven wrong. Yeah. And, but people read a headline, people forward headlines, they don't read, and that is one thing that I try to do. I I it's I I don't ever think that I'm like reading all the time, but I at least ten times a day I'm like, oh, I read an article that that hiss. I I this information I got. Not because I'm looking at a headline, because I'm actually reading. Yeah, because you actually see the headline and read the article. And I think like, so many people don't, don't do that, no, which is which is asinine. And then they come, you know, and then they bitch and complain. And so it's a the 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 temperament of our of our pol- of politics. Because like somebody just posted the other day, and he is he is probably one of my most extremist Republican friends. Okay. And he posted yesterday, and he was like, or not yesterday, the second, because that's the second is when we vote, right? Sure. 
he goes, he goes, what, 365 days from now is when Pre- President Trump gets elected to his second, you know, his second term. And I'm, and he, I mean, it, when he posts something that isn't political, yeah. people start commenting like, is this, a, is this, a, is this an F- Epstein didn't kill himself post? Like, where, or did we miss it? Because it's so <laughs> rare that he doesn't post something that is poke the bear political. Yeah. He is, that is his jam. He likes to stir that pot. Mm-hmm. And... I get it, man. Like I, I can I mean, be, I can mute you for thirty days if I'm over it. I, yeah, I mean, like I, I, I get that why people would be so pa- passionate because they want to push their views on other people and yeah. be like, this, this is, this is why I love this so much. But at the same point, it's like this country wasn't founded like that. Yeah. And and I mean, quite honestly, like I've. Uh, 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 uh. Remix. Oh my god! I, I got stuck. You're beatboxing. Yeah, I beat. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I'm gonna turn that into a song, but it's just like like the the country wasn't founded like that. Um, oh. they, like that in in yes, there was a lot of really crappy things going on when the country was founded. Yeah, you know, blah. blah it like I mean, things change. People are idiots. That's just yeah. how it is. But you know, like even Declan doing Declan's home homework with them and yeah. talking about. U.S. history. Yeah, I'm talking about history and the founding fathers and like the two parties that existed then. Um, you know, like the the one party that um, the one party that I liked and was interested in and kept reading about was yeah. the Dem- the party of the Democratic Republic. Yeah, and it was all based on the fact that. The people control the country. Yeah. Government was not a huge entity that controlled everything. Yeah. And uh, the power. the opposite the, of what the, we have The now. power was <laughs> with the people, yeah. you know, and that was not, th- there were other, um, I think it was Alexander Hamilton was the other guy on t- on the other side of that. Like yeah. Like he wanted like the opposite thing. Like he wanted government to be able to um, control everything and, yeah. you know, not like, I, I don't know if it's, that, it's not like he's being like an evil genius or anything no. it was just two different views two different views and it's in it, it this this country is founded on we are all here mm-hmm. to try to make life better for everyone we're all here to live to try to live our best lives yeah and to fix as many problems as possible yeah and not fuck it up for our kids in the way that the way that everything is set up right now, government-wise, yeah. seems like that's counterproductive. Totally, it's the opposite of what I would think a government should do. And you but know, I it's also like, like uh, Bernie Sanders was on Joe Rogan. Okay, yeah. Now I like I'm not a you know a Bernie Sanders guy. Like you know whatever. I listen to what you're anyone not, has to you're say. You're not necessarily feeling the burn. but yes he is he is a politician he's on joe rogan but he like i mean and i like i don't care what people have to say about him if you listen to him he just makes sense yeah i'm not saying that he's fit for presidency i'm not saying that he's not fit for presidency i'm just saying that some of the stuff really makes sense like he's talking about uh on that podcast he talked about going to canada with people that couldn't afford to get insulin yeah. in the United States. It's unbelievable. And they went to a friggin' Walgreens and bought it for like 10 bucks in yeah. Canada. Yeah. And it's like, how how do we have a government and how do we have these companies that are doing this? 100%. Like, and it's absolutely insane. It's like, mom, or like ed- anyone that needs to get an EpiPen. How Grayson's fuck? EpiPen is $500 dollars. $500. So you, you have to decide on whether or not you want your medicine to stay alive by getting stung 100%. by a bee. Or just dealing with I don't, it. Did we talk about this on the, on the pod, podcast? So Grayson's EpiPen is five hundred dollars. I think we and might have, but I don't know. I, Grayson's EpiPen was five hundred dollars. Yeah. And this is a story I've told a couple of times. Is it, like that is a punch. Like that's a five hundred dollars for something that I might not need is a punch. It's a punch that, in the stomach. That can expire. That so can't. You have to oh get no, no. It, it it's not that it can. It does. Yeah. It expires. So I the first time I went and picked it up, I. $500 punch and like I, I have the insurance I can afford we pay for insurance out of pocket it sucks but yeah. we do it because we have to have it we have a kid that has anaphylactic allergies yeah, yep. and and uh, the one time I didn't have insurance I got mono was in the hospital for seven days mm-hmm. sorry dad um, but so so I go and pick up my $500 prescription for my EpiPen and I look at the expiration date and it was three months out <laughs> and I was like I like I was in tears I was like dad I'm like I don't know how this is a thing 
Now I'm looking at $2,000. Like, do they only last for three months? Like, I don't know. I yeah. never had allergies. Mm-hmm. So I went back to the pharmacist and I said, I can't. The, you have to fix this. I'm not paying for this much I'm money not paying for something that expires so, yeah. in three months that I might not use. Yeah. So they did. They were able to find one that expired like 10 months later. So this is like a little like a fact about, you know, that I, I've talked to a lot of medical professionals about this. So expiration date, expiration dates on medication. After a certain date, they put it. There's a reason why their dates are on there. It can lose potency. Yeah, that's what the so expiration is, is them losing yes. potency. So after that. with EpiPens, I somebody w- the doctor even said, if it's still clear, you can still use it. If it's not foggy or yellow, there's a win- there's a purposely window in it. So you can see it. So if it's yellowy or c- or or foggy, then it's it's expired. You can't use it. Okay. So I mean, I have an EpiPen from two years ago that's still pretty. Cl- I've never thrown any of them as uh, any of his EpiPens away because I don't know. You know, do you, do you just throw them away or you got to do medical waste? But they're all still clear. Mm-hmm. I read an article, and again, I don't, and I can't, I haven't been able to find it, but it scared the hell out of me. And it was a woman whose kid went into anaphylaxis, and she used the uh, an expired EpiPen on him right away. Mm-hmm. Called the called an ambulance. Ambulance came. So when a- Grayson went into anaphylaxis, I'm gonna cry thinking about it. Grayson went to anaphylaxis. His airway shut down. Mm-hmm. It was his face was starting to swell. I called the doctor. They said, "Go get him Benadryl. Give him a double dose of Benadryl." We drove to Walgreens and Antioch. It was two blocks away. I ran in, got it, ran out. By the time that I ran out, he was start having trouble breathing. Yeah. And so mom had gotten him out of the car. I immediately, she had already called 911. I was on the phone with 911. I, I, the 911 instructor, thank God for them, instructed me to give him two doses of Benadryl. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. We didn't know that he had aller- allergies at this point. Yeah, Ambu- this is the beginning of yeah. all of it. Yeah. The ambulance comes. And they immediately give him a round of epinephrine. They get they so they give him like an epipen. It's you know they just have epinephrine. It's not yeah. the it's not the uh, what's so expensive is the auto injector, which is bullshit. Yep. So which and it, and it's not bullshit in a time of emergency. And and if this was happening and I had to like draw up meds and oh god, but anyway they came and gave him gave him epinephrine. Immediately put us in the ambulance. Me and him, mom followed us. His airway continued to shut down, and then he started to um st- continue to swell. Yeah. So it was it is terrifying. When something like that goes, so having that happen, it is not a question of whether or not I have to spend this five hundred dollars. I have to. Yeah, you have to spend. I have to. No way around it. What happens with anaphylactic allergies is it doesn't matter what you have an anaphylactic reaction to. If Grayson was allergic to eggs, he ate eggs and had an anaphylactic reaction. Once an anaphylactic reaction is triggered in your body, and let's say he is allergic to strawberries, and we don't know, yeah, and he has strawberries. It will cut your response time in half now because he's already been into anaphylaxis once. Yeah. So your it's a compounding. So your your first anaphylactic reaction is your best anaphylactic reaction. Yeah. It just because your second one gets worse. Yeah. And and, and so it, there's no question. You need an epinephrine. You need an epinephrine. So I read an article about a woman ga- immediately gave her son the epinephrine, called the ambulance. They gave him a second dose. Took him to the hospital. Uh, what, whatever. Uh, however, it happened. The son that didn't make it. <sighs> she was then hit with a lawsuit because. Quote, she was hit that or no, that she wasn't hit with a lawsuit. They arrested her because if she would have had the life-setting medication that her son had a prescription for and it wasn't expired, she could like a wrong. She got hit with like a wrongful death suit. Really? And I don't know how it ended up. It was an article that I read that terrified the shit out of me. Yeah. Because even if that EpiPen, even if that EpiPen worked and was brand new, it, there there is a chance that anaphylaxis can kill you. Like there's no question it can kill you. Yeah, it's but no joke. And it just gets worse. Lose a child or lose somebody and then have to go. And be accused of, like, I, as a parent, I don't, I, like, I, as a parent, I don't know how a human survives that. I, I, losing I a child, I don't know how then afterwards you have to go through a wrongful death suit because you are being held responsible for this child's death because your EpiPen was expired, even if the fluid was clear. Like, it's such a, but the fact that we live in a country where medicine, and I, I knew, and I, I remember <laughs> I was like ranting to Shane, I'm like, can't believe it was spend five hundred dollars on this med- like we, we've only had we've never had to give him an epipen yeah uh, we we avoid eggs like the plague like they now the doctors told us like two months ago that he he's no longer anaphy- quote unquote no longer an- anaphylactically allergic to eggs mm-hmm. which is sometimes kids grow out of it because his reaction was so severe we were not expecting it they told me to not expect it tests came back they're like it looks like it's happening surprise they were like you can give him eggs I'm like the fuck I mean, okay, you know, uh, I'm gonna I'm good. go to Condell. 
check into a room and then give him a frittata. Yeah, and then, which yeah. he won't eat, so it's fine. And then, go, yeah. um, but and then like, just rub it on his lips. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> still <laughs> not going to do that. No, it's crazy. But it, it's but his allergies is he's not anaphylactically allergic to eggs anymore, quote unquote, supposedly. He's now even more extremely allergic to everything else. Yeah, nothing should cause anaphylaxis that we know of. Mm. But he's one of those kids. Next year, he's four and a half now. In like six months, he'll start allergy shots. Yeah. So that he doesn't have to take regulatory medication every day. He is on he is on Claritin, Zyrtec, and Singular. Claritin. Yeah, just for all the crazy allergies. Every single day, mm-hmm. and a nasal spray. And without it, he, like if I forget to give it to him, like if we have like a lazy morning, and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, we gotta go. He'll start sneezing, like yeah, randomly something will set up. And I was like, oh, we forgot your medicine. If he co- if he's in bed and he's coughing. He will, he'll go, I'll hear him on the monitor, he goes, Mom, I think I need any breathing treatments. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll go in and, I, and I'll give him a glass of water, and if the water helps it, then, then I'm like, no, you just, it was like, it's, it's, it's dry. I'm the same way. I always have like a post-nasal drip going on. Yeah. Um, but, he, I need, but he knows now, like he's good about taking his medicine. But if I count up, I'm spending over $100 a month just on regulatory medication yeah. to make him not miserable. Mm-hmm. Like your kids, have, your kids have allergies. They're on a... Or is it just Brody or Declan got the allergies too? Oh, Brody's the Brody's the worst. worst. Like Brody has to take, uh, he takes Zyrtec every day. Yeah. Declan take it every once in a while. Seasonal um, changes. And <coughs> stuff. Yeah. So like if, 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 if there's a stuffy thing going on, he'll start taking it because it takes a couple of days to get in your system and yeah. actually start working the way it's supposed yeah. to. So if he's feeling stuffy or whatever, he'll take it for like a week yeah. and then it'll help clear it up. But I'd, we were in the same boat when Michelle and I were in the townhouse before Declan got his tonsils removed. Yeah. He got strep throat six times a year. Oh, my God. The poor kid. Like Every two kid. months, he had friggin' Ugh. strep throat. And, and we're talking like 103 degree fevers, oh like constantly God. going to the doctor. So not only were we racking up doctor bills, yeah. but they would give us prescriptions for solutions of... Um, Solutions of a- antibiotics, yeah. right? Because, I mean, he has strep throat. And he can't and, swallow pills. And he can't swallow pills, so that we have the solution. Yeah. But we would need two bottles of this, uh, two bottles of whatever antibiotic we Every were getting. Every round, yeah. And we're talking hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of dollars, I know. So it's like, it, even if, and we had insurance, we just didn't have prescription insurance. Dude. G- but to pay for prescription insurance would have been more expensive than paying for the stuff out of pocket. Yeah. So either way, it was you're like you're you're, you're spending so much money, Gra- and it and it it sucks because it, he needs it. He's he not needs, going without it. Yeah, he needs to have it. But the total bullshit thing is, is that so I started working at uh, a medical repack or a pharmaceutical repackaging yeah, company. Yeah, yeah. I worked there for three years. Yeah. And in doing that and working up to management and whatever. Yeah. You know, you get to see these batch records that actually show what the company paid to get the things. Yeah. And we're talking like per pill, like pennies, thousands of a cent, thousands of a cent. And so one of the things that we did was this azithromycin solution. Yeah. Right. And so we used to have to give him cephalosporin because he's allergic to uh, penicillin or amoxicillin. Yeah. Um, so cephalos, so he had to take cephalosporin, right? And so we would go get these things of cephalosporin, which were the same vials and whatnot that we were packaging at At the pharmaceutical. Yeah. And they were like 20 bucks a bottle, Mm -hmm. but they were like 175 at Walgreens. It's asinine. That's the markup. That's the fucking markup for like, dr- for drugs in, in this country for for antibiotics to help with strep throat until he got and and they wouldn't take his tonsils out until he was older. No, well they they oh. they, they don't take it out unless you have strep throat six times a year. They will oh not God. take it out. So he had to go four years having strep throat five times a year. Holy shit! Before they even took it. So every fucking two months we were paying like three hundred dollars for antibiotics. <laughs> You're like, dude, can you just get strep one more time? <laughs> yeah, it was, it, seriously, it was oh, like, oh my god, just, feel, just you, keep her running, fe- keep her running. Are you feeling like, bad? Are you feeling bad? <laughs> so totally. So it's fi- so finally, it was like, no, they need to come out. Like they, yeah. I had the same surgery when I was in second grade. Yeah. Um, not because of strep throat, but because of my breathing, like yeah. when I was sleeping, I would have to sleep with my head like all the way back. Otherwise yeah. I was super congested um, and I still have problems with allergies. Like just yeah. sinuses suck. Grayson, uh, but, uh, a friend, um, yeah. uh, what was, uh, Oh, uh, Grayson's prescription. So he, he takes budesonide and it is a, it's available in a, in a, uh, 
Um, inhaler. Inhaler. Mm-hmm. It's available. Wait, isn't it? Either I don't know if it, I don't know if it's the budesonide that's in the inhaler, but so he can either take this inhaler or he can take the budesonide, which is available in a. You put it in a. Um, oh my god, I don't know the words or anything. Uh, in a the breathing treatment. Breathing mask? treatment. Yeah. Okay. What is that thing called? Nebulizer. Nebulizer. Or or. Nebus two thousand. It is also. <laughs> Yeah, ah, that's it. Yeah. Um, it's also available in a nasal spray. And so the the what we put in his breathing treatment is called budesonide. Same thing that is in, in his nasal spray. Also budesonide, right? Same same things. Yeah. And then I don't think that the inhaler that he had was budesonide, but it was like he needs this inhaler. So I was like, okay, well, talk to me about this inhaler. It was $385. Yeah. And I'm like, and he's four. Now he's three and a half at the time that we need this. And to get that kid to actually inhale an inhaler, like it's got the fish thing on it. I do the pump every fucking time, <sighs> blows out. Yeah. And I'm watching dollar bills fly, yeah, and I'm like, "Are you oh fucking kidding me?" So then, so then I, I'm like, "So they were like, well, it, the inhaler is better than the, it, the better than the uh, nebulizer." And I was like, "No, it's not, because he can sit and actually will breathe the nebulizer in. This he's he is blowing out. None of this is getting into his passages. Mm-hmm. So, but so the I'm like, oh, we're not doing inhalers anymore. I'm not spending that money to watch it go away. So then <laughs> I was like, okay, you know, we need to get it in the inhaler. So then. We, because t- he's got two inhalers, he's got two different medicine that he does, and the nebulizer, and then he's got a nasal spray, and then and then the other pills. Like this poor kid. Like what else is this doing to his immune system and his allergies and his temperament? Like his, I mean, he's got communication delays and he's got things that he's working on from the PTSD from his anaphylaxis slowing down. But when you're like, medication can cause mood disorders. Yeah. Like, th- it's it's a lot. Yeah. But he also, I, I also don't want him to be allergic to life. But so he. Um, so, so I went and I was like, so the budesonide nasal spray, yeah, n- sixteen bucks on uh, Amazon. He yep. takes it every day. Mm-hmm. If it gets bad, he needs to have it in the inhaler. So I'm like, okay, let's do the, you know, or the in the in the nebulizer. I go, I go to the Walgreens, whatever. All right, how much is it? One hundred ninety eight dollars. Like, God damn it! Seriously? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So then, you know, I put on, I put on, I put it on Facebook. I'm like, does anybody have any tricks about getting prescriptions for cheaper? So, so many people were like, ooh, go on. There, there's a good RX app. There's, you can contact the company and, and say, you can contact companies and say, this is what I make a year. I cannot afford it. They will send it to you. It takes a lot of work, but I have, I'm in a lot of groups with aller, you know, about allergy kids and yeah. different things to do. And they like companies because they're making so, so much fucking money. They're like, oh, you can't afford it. We'll just send you some. Yeah, no, seriously. Cool, cool, cool. Make it like I. Ugh, I when when <laughs> Declan, we had to switch Declan over from cephalosporin to azithromycin. Yeah. Because the cephalosporin was three hundred dollars every two months. Yeah. Um, and it was just like that's it just we and it's not possible. And, and I'll live in my car, so my kid can't. Isn't and there. it's absolutely heartbreaking because it's like I don't want him to go through this stuff. Yeah. But like, what but he else, also like, needs to get a job. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, it did, but. It, when he switched, things were even worse. When he switched to azithromycin, it worked. It took longer. We had to get two bottles of the solution. Yeah. And those I worked with every day at work. We're yeah. in like the overlabel department because it would come in a box. Yeah. And we would slap our label on the outside of it, just like you would get it like Walgreens or CVS. Yeah. Something comes in a box with their label on top of it. That was our overlabel department. Yeah. And, uh, you looked on those batch records, and those things were less than ten bucks a piece. That's unbelievable. And I would go to CVS or Walgreens, and they were like seventy-five plus. Yeah, it's, it's like nuts. But you it, but have to be kidding me! Like, and so I I rolled up, and and I was just like, okay, you know, zithromycin is a little bit cheaper. It's going to be better, you know, whatever. I get there, and she says that it's one hundred and fifty bucks for both of them still, because it's seventy-five bucks. Cool. Th- the, instead of the twenty dollars that this company that I worked for spent getting it. Yeah. Like that. Is just absolutely it's insane. Heart, it's heartbreaking. And so I told her, and so I, I, I told the person, oh, it was, a, it was a dude. I remember this. It was a dude, and I was just like, I was like, this is absolutely crazy. I just switched to azithromycin. My kid yeah. gets strep throat all the time. I was like, yeah. how? I was like, I work with these. I know how much this costs from the factory. Yeah. Like, how can you charge $150 for something that could easily cost 40 or 50 hundred percent. Like, I, I, you know, and, and, uh, so he, he told me to download the, the save RX yeah. app. So I downloaded the save RX app. He scanned a free app that I was able to download on my phone. Yeah. And puts the number in and then it went down to like 30 bucks. 
Oh my God. It's like you, $150 to $30. Oh my God. And it's like, it's how so gross. It's like, how, it's just gross. How, like, all they had to do is complain and tell you that, I, like, and try to figure out why this is $150 yeah. and you're able to knock and, all of that money off and because you, I downloaded a free for app free. from my phone. Well, and if you you're just taking advantage it, of people that aren't going you're, online you're, and looking you're for taking it. Advantage whatever, of, like, it's you're just, taking it's advantage horrible. of, well, there's also, uh, some people have really great prescription insurance where it's, it automatically it's 30 bucks. Like my, my Xanax yeah. prescription month, if I filled it monthly, it's like six bucks. Yeah. Um, there are, there's other people out there who pay $300 cause it's not covered. Mm-hmm. So, so you're looking at, well, we have C- CVS care now through Michelle's work. Yeah. And so, good. I, I mean, it's, it's awesome and it's included in the insurance. I mean, everything that we get from CVS is like under 10 bucks. That's awesome. That's like awesome. It's, I, it's, but it I, wasn't like that before. You yeah. Know, like it was, it, it just, well, it, and it's, you know, know it's, it's, it's just gross. It takes advantage of the people who, who are like, God, that's expensive. And then don't ask questions. Yeah. That and that sucks. And it, so it's it. I mean, the big businesses, the big the pharmaceutical companies, like it's insane. Like it's not. It's it's insane. Like it's, it's I, think okay. I think that I think that somebody okay. should be. I think that you should be paid for your for your work. And I think that you should be paid for the the people, the scientists who create these life saving medications should be compensated for their contri- contribution. There's no question about that. I don't know how CEOs of companies that are just running a company are making so much damn money off of uh, off of these things like yeah, i don't there should be a there okay. should be there, it's, it's, i think you it's put it's legal a, everything's you, fine but you put a cap limit on pers- on name brand prescription drugs and say it doesn't matter what drug it is there is a you can you can have a two, you can have a 30% markup yeah you cannot have a 400% markup yeah like, I, like and, it's and, and again, that is, I don't, as a person, I don't know how to be able to control that government wise. What I can do is I can get involved in my local politics and, and you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Me being so frustrated by something that is so big picture, I, if I shouldn't stop me from, you know, being, helping where I can, you know, like, yeah. it, you know, go, where the conversation started with the, like the local politics and the sinkhole and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. if I don't pay attention life just happens if we don't if we, not just me if we all you know if people are like oh, i don't vote i don't whatever or you know i used to say to shane like it doesn't aff- it's not, right now it, it's so overwhelming it doesn't affect what happens outside of this house i can't i can't commit time to my, br- my brain power i'm so overwhelmed as it is sometimes mm-hmm. but i also kind of like if if i just kind of shut my shut my eyes off and be like oh my god people are fighting about politics people are fighting about religion people are fighting about this people are this i can't believe companies are doing this can't believe this is doing this i need to rein it in and do what i can to fix things or help where i can yeah. and if that's small town politics and you know i i am not a politician i am not that is not my jam Word. i also do think that people who are like well I'll leave it to o- o- other people I feel like sometimes the other people who are career politicians or do whatever fucking shit up. Oh, it's just like I, I don't. It's um. There's no, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How to fix it. I'm just waxing and waning. Yeah, it's just is crazy. It's just crazy. I mean, we could talk for hours about this. Yeah. But there is something that I wanted to bring up. Did you hear about the uh, car accident in Antioch over the weekend? You mean the truck that went into the village hall? Have you heard the story behind this? No. I heard that he was drunk and on narcotics. Okay. So I was outside of, um, on Monday nights, the open mic in Antioch. Yeah. Is where Snoop and us practice. Yeah. We just go there and play. I got to go to one of those. Um, uh, Where Snoop and everyone practices, right? So we're outside there, like me and Matt and Snoop went outside. And we're hanging outside for a minute and I looked down and I remembered that it happened. Right. And yeah. so I was just like, oh, did you, uh, I was like, does anyone know the dude that ran into the building yeah. or whatever? And so Matt tells me his Matt Ford, Matt Ford, yeah. his son was out at, uh, one of the bars in Antioch. I'm not going to name it, whatever, but how the hell is Matt's son old enough to be at a bar in Antioch? He's 21. That's weird to me that we his, have kids. His old, his old son is 21. 21. That's nuts. Anyway, go ahead. Ja- Jamie Sipple's kid is freaking 18. <laughs> I just almost puked on my microphone. Yeah. Brody, How is that possible? Brody's 14 because he had him 18 years ago. Oh, God. I can't. Oh, that, oh, <laughs> oh, math? Oh, years. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, I get it now. I so just don't feel that old. I guess this dude, I, and I, I, it's like I, like I can't even believe that this is real. So this guy comes into the bar 
Yeah. Being totally obnoxious, bragging about how he just got a job for the village of Antioch. <gasps> and oh. buying people shots. All this buying people shots, being absolutely ridiculous, whatever. When he left the bar, peeled out, took the corner like an idiot, and then ran into a village building. Ran into the village building. Yes. His place of employment. He got that job five hours prior. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, I. Well, it, oh, my God. It's like, so, like, every. His like, blood, apparently, according to the article I read, his blood alcohol, his blood alcohol showed narcotics and alcohol. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was drugs and alcohol that they had found. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the, yeah, so uh, apparently he was in a bar in Antioch, and he was just, oh, I got this job or whatever. I can, get, I can guarantee you people, I know which bar in Antioch. Buying people shots, doing uh. all this stuff. And then he left all hammered, obviously, and ran into a friggin' building. I cannot even wrap my head ran around Ran into now. the building of the place he just got the friggin' job. Um, and, like, the place he hit it? How do you even hit that building there? Did you see the... And there's a hole? Okay, there's a hole, <laughs> right? There's a hole that's covered up? yeah. Not even ten feet in front of it is the village of Antioch sign. I don't know how he did not take yeah, off that sign. Yeah, it's like that. I, I, it, but it's. There's got to be some sort of footage out there of that because I, I literally, there's no, there's no tire tracks. There's, ju- there was no, there's no grass ripped up, mm-hmm. and the sign is intact. I have no idea because the way that I, they said he took, you know, he took the cu- the curve, the corner, you know, what I had thought in my mind of like where how he was driving or whatever, ha- I had to be totally wrong. He had to have like come from the entrance of pmnl and cut through to not hit that sign and take it out because there's no way that he took out that sign and they replaced it that quick but i was like i can't i can't even believe that that yeah. is i did not know michelle told me about it and so i drove past it and i'm just like oh my goodness someone actually did drive into it when you leave when you leave and you drive go down main street and yeah. look and see where that sign is oh yeah no i've seen it i I've, don't i don't know how he did I have, that. there was i've that's ass nine yeah i don't i don't you know that's at least nine. he didn't take out the sign Damn. He saw the sign and he drove right around it. He <laughs> saw the sign. <laughs> oh uh, my God, it's so wrong. It's so wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Just a little local oh news. Oh my God, I'm shocked. <clears throat> I'm not I am shook. Naming any names because honestly, I don't want to know any names. Plus, I don't know. I, I don't know. really need I, to spread yeah, it. They, they I'm sure that dude's in a world of hurt right now as it is. I don't want to uh, push the envelope with that. But. Oh, but I mean, I hope that he recovers well. I hope that he learns his lesson. Yeah. I hope that he bounces back in this. But damn, that is. I've done some stupid shit in my life, but knock on wood. That is a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> Easy, Lemony Skits it. Lemony Skits it? Lemony Skits it. Wait, what? What was it called? Lemony. Quabity. Lemony Snickets. What? What is it? Lemony Snickets. Easy Neil Patrick Harris. Is it Lemony Snicket? Do you know that I watched that first season of that new one on Netflix? Yeah, I did too. And the entire time I just kept saying, God damn it, Neil Patrick Harris. I can't. I can't. I, could, I didn't even watch the second season. Like, what, what's wrong? There, it's, I don't understand. I, I just, it's just everything, that, everything about it just ticked me off. Like he's such a good villain. Everything keeps getting fucked up. I just, I was, I kept getting so it, mad. Yeah, I, it, and that's. Because it is a true series of unfortunate events. Yeah, there's no good and things. Like, they and say so many times. Things. They say so many times, like, this has a horrible ending. And yeah. I'm like, He's, Neil Patrick Harris wouldn't do me, do me like that. No. <laughs> Damn it, Neil. Like that. Damn it, Neil Patrick Harris. I can't, I couldn't stop watching. But I, Shane's like, oh, the second season coming out. I'm like, Neil Patrick Harris is dead to me. Whatever. I'm going to go watch How I Met Your Mother. Oh, so good. Um, him and his. <laughs> or Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Him and his husband. <laughs> Because they always do like extreme outfits every year for Halloween. Oh yeah! This year they went as Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> oh my god! They totally nail it. Oh my god! I'm gonna po- I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that that's one of the pictures of the spoilers beforehand because hit that I can't. Did they both have to li- lose like fifty pounds? Oh, no, and honey, that's just that's just highlighting and low lighting on the face, some shadowing. But they nailed it. They nailed it's so it's so good. <laughs> and he went so posted as like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. And it was like <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen are starting to look, look like witches. And one of them knows how you will die, and the other one knows when you will die. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. But it, but it's not wrong. Like when you look at them, you're <laughs> it, like, yeah. Oh man, they have a very serious face. From oh what I've seen. God, why so serious? Um, all right, guys, that was that was fun. We're done. Yeah, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> all right. All right, we're done. Oh, we gotta go. All right, bye. Thank you for listening. And next time on Speaking of Nothing We Were Talking About, Anna and I talk about other things. 
Hey, don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook, Apple Podcasts, and now Stitcher.